Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, the Stipple King. I'm Jordan Morris, boy detective. Oh my gosh, I don't know what Stipple is. Right up top, Jordan. Yeah. New nickname, threw it in right up top. Wow, well, do uh, you care to explain or do you just want to leave it a mystery? Well, Jordan, you may recall from mm-hmm. Jordan Jessico many years ago that one of my goals in life mm-hmm. was to be rendered in a Stipple portrait. I don't remember this or know what any of that is. Okay, so yeah. Jordan. So you, please explain. You read the Wall Street Journal, right? <laughs> Every day. Exactly. You got to check on your stocks and bonds. Sure. Well, yeah. Well, I'm uh, <laughs> having my morning milkshake. <laughs> oh, you have a milkshake every morning. <laughs> oh, yeah. You, your lifestyle is revealing itself to me like a blooming lotus flower. Sure. You, you know, yeah. You have your milkshake, right? Pour it in the glass, but, you know, you keep the can because there's a little extra. Oh, okay, okay, okay. We're talking about like a Tommy Lasorda Slim Fast shake. Uh, I mean, I guess you I have could two shakes a day plus a sensible dinner. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I mean, I don't like to pay those Slim Fast prices. Oh, so I just have one made of ice cream and milk. Can I tell you that once at the uh, Columbia Park Boys Club, mm-hmm. uh, where I used to go after school because I was a latchkey kid, mm-hmm. uh, there was a uh, costume contest. Mm-hmm. I was dressed as a guy with a shark biting off his head, mm-hmm. built a shark out of uh, foam rubber and chicken wire. Okay, put on like a Hawaiian, you know, Hawaiian tourist outfit. It's craftier shark... than I would I would expect from you. I guess I don't. I, I guess got... I wouldn't have guessed you were a crafty kid. I had some help. Okay, I'm I'm not particularly sure. crafty. I had the vision. Okay, I had some help realizing. <laughs> okay, uh, I went to this costume contest. Sure, I f- and we'll get back to the Stipple King in mm-hmm. a second. Sure. But I went to this costume contest. I finished second place. Uh, you know who won? Hmm. A fucking kid wearing his dad's cop uniform. Uh, was it comically big for him? No. Just slightly ill-fitting. Huh. Somewhat like ill-fitting. He wasn't, he wasn't like, you know, the sleeves weren't dragging on the ground. No, it wasn't hilarious in any way. The huh. people were just impressed that he looked like a real cop. Yeah. That's got to be a big kid. Yeah, and it's also illegal. Yeah, he's impersonating a policeman. <laughs> yeah, to win a TGI Friday's gift certificate. To he, be fair, he was. I'm a, just guessing at what the prize was. Look, I, the prize for everything at the boys' club was Giants tickets. Okay, now that is the thing that I want most kick, in the entire world. Kickball when I'm 10 usage. Years old. Yeah, maybe maybe I was 11 by this. 10 he's or 11. 10, and he fit in his dad's cop outfit. Well, I mean, you know, like the legs are rolled or whatever. But my sure. point is that it was not. The reason he won wasn't because it was absurd, sure, uh, and you know, per- and adorable because mm-hmm. it was so out of scale. Were they just like afraid because the gun was attached? Yeah, they're like, oh man, if this kid, <laughs> give it to this that kid, kid doesn't win gun. these Giants tickets. Trust me, at the Columbia Park Boys Club, there were a few other kids with guns. Yeah, that was not, not as part of the costume contest. Yeah, exactly. Just just a few dudes with guns, uh, just playing bumper pool. <laughs> so. I was pretty steamed about that. I thought I that it. was a no, real I get bullshit. it. Yeah, I think you were probably robbed. Because what I really wanted to win mm-hmm. was those Giants tickets. Mm-hmm. What I did win was four cases of Carnation Instant Breakfast. <laughs> what a weird prize. And one case of Diet Slice. Weird. I mean, that was clearly just something they had laying around. Was this like, <laughs> like a cleaning out? What is – where did they even get Carnation Instant Breakfast? It seems like such a weird – like, let's give him these four cases and then this one unrelated case. 
Yeah. It seems like just give you the one, right? Right. And the, not confuse you. One theme. Keep it on one theme. Yeah, yeah. That is such a like – Those must have been a pain in the ass to lug home, right? Absolutely. And I only lived a block and a half from the <laughs> Columbia Park Boys Club. But like it's it really is – there is this certain kind of food and drink that comes with an urban children's activity mm-hmm. uh, that involves this like – like I think the real classic is that red drink that comes in a gallon milk jug sure. that just says like drink yeah, on yeah. the outside. <laughs> yeah, fruit drink. They'll just serve the shit out of that. Because they cannot you. legally say juice. Yeah, exactly. Well, there's no juice involved. Sure. Um, yeah, so that's the story of the time that I ate Carnation Instant Breakfast for breakfast every day for three weeks. <laughs> red sweet water. But I didn't and then know, for a week you only drank Diet Slice for breakfast. But I didn't know that that, that a milkshake like that was part of your uh, lifestyle. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm trying to bulk up. Oh, really? Yeah. Are you doing – what are you doing, crunches? No, I mean this is just milkshakes while I read the Wall Street Journal. <laughs> okay, so you're just trying to – when you say you're trying to gain, you're trying to bulk up, you don't mean you're trying to build muscle. Oh, no, no, no. I'm just trying to get fatter. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like a sumo wrestler yeah. before a big match. Mm-hmm. Or like a guy trying to move up a weight class in boxing at the last minute. Exactly. Thank you. So that he can c- claim a big purse. Mm-hmm. Claim a large purse. Yeah. Have you claimed any purses? No, I'm just I I just want to do one of those exposés on like Dateline about how people treat fat people. I claimed a purse on the subway recently. I mm. ended up getting shot by a kid wearing his dad's <laughs> cop uniform. Yeah, it'll show you to snatch purses. Yeah. Without being go. a fat guy. So you just like to you like to you like to bulk up a little bit yeah, in the morning for my Dateline pieces. For your Dateline pieces? Oh, I'm doing it. I'm doing a thing where I go out on the street with a hidden camera to see how fat people get treated differently. Oh. But I want it to be real, and I want it to be like Tyra Banks prosthetics. I got it. Yeah, so I want to live it. You're really gaining the weight. Mm-hmm. You're doing Mo Rocca one better. Exactly. Have you ever done anything for CBS Sunday morning? <laughs> I mean, I hope to. This is actually kind of an on-spec thing. I'm saying Dateline, but I mean right. anybody who wants it. Right. Like Dateline, CBS This Morning. I would prefer that it be CBS This Morning. Be just because of your relationship with Gail. Yeah. And, and you know, Charlie Rose and the whole gang. <laughs> yeah. And the brunette woman. <laughs> the whole drunk gang. Yeah. <laughs> the AM drunk posse. Uh, yeah. So, you know, just any, like, news magazine or... Something that wants it, um, you know, it'll be there. Can I give you a recommendation to claim that kind of Mo Rocca lane? Because I think you could do that. Thank you. No, and then that's the goal is to, you know, is, is to, to start bump writing, him out of the getting, lane. Getting book deals like a for, NASCAR, yeah. Getting book deals for books about presidential pets. Mm-hmm. Here's my recommendation to you. Um, try and make sure that you're doing something that seems like it might be comedy mm-hmm. but might not be comedy. Yeah, and then I think the idea – like I want to – OK, there's a kind of person working in inter- entertainment and I think they've got a great thing going. Uh, it's the kind of person that the whole point of everything they do is, can you believe I'm doing this? Yeah. Me. I'm. I'm doing this. <laughs> it's – can you believe? I mean, I'm going to, yeah, lots of magazine shows, uh, pieces for Esquire. Right. Uh, just people cannot believe that me, this guy, is doing this thing, you know. Me, a guy who looks guy, like he works at Time Magazine. <laughs> yeah, a guy who you don't know about. A 43-year-old white guy yeah. with no other distinguishing features. <laughs> yeah, I should probably get some glasses. Yeah. That'll probably help my case. You're going to have to get a schlumpy suit, too. Yeah, schlumpy suit, pleated slacks. Yeah. Yeah. 
then I can just like lie about, you know, being a New York Jew or something. I think that helps. You know what else you could do? Hmm. You could make tech pieces for the New York Times. There you go. Tech videos for the New York Times. So I, I will that's... do anything. I will. If you need a guy who people can't believe he's doing a certain activity, Samsung. Give me phones, a call. They're too big. Who needs them? Yeah. I did five crazy things with my giant Samsung phone. Zip lining. Yeah. Me? Can you believe me? On I a zip line? went zip lining. I am profiled in the Wall Street. Gay bathhouse sex? <laughs> me? I'm me? Sucking bathhouse? whatever comes through a glory hole? <laughs> okay. Me? <laughs> Can you believe? A married man? <laughs> Low these past 20 years? Yeah. Okay. Throwing it all away on anonymous <laughs> sex? Hmm. Me living a lie? <laughs> I think this is great. I think this I think we've like I think we've been like striving for quality for too long and I think we need to go in this direction. Yeah. Of just like shock. Just a, like but a genial pretend shock. Yeah, oh yeah, it should be very genial. Shock. Yeah, we yeah. we're not shock jocks. No, of course not. But we should I think play up. We're not rock jocks. No, I wish. Although I am also vying for a job. Uh, writing the the reboot of Rock and Jock. Oh, really? They're rebooting it, yeah. And I think the thing that people didn't realize about the old Rock and Jock is that it was all written. No, I know. Yeah, every every move. So, every you're trampoline me. slam dunk done by Bill Bellamy was was scripted by a team of writers. So, you're, Michael Shabon's first job. You're telling me that Michael Shabon mm-hmm. would sit down every morning. <laughs> yes, let. Celebrated novelist yeah. Michael Shabon, and at the time, and Julian is our producer is is has put up a sign also John Updike. Okay. Oh wow. So late career John Updike and early career Michael Shabon mm-hmm. would sit down. I mean, together. I think Rock and Jock is kind of the modern day, or at least for our time, was kind of like the Smothers Brothers show, right? And that like legendary show, even more legendary writers' room, right? And it was also – it was a little bit too controversial because of its satirical content. Sure, kept sure. kept pushing for more and more yeah. satirical slow-pitch softball. <laughs> right, exactly. I think that the trampoline dunks, I mean, had a strong anti-Vietnam right. bent to them. Now, this is – But I think is, if you were watching closely, you really got – To be clear, this is 15 or 20 years after the end yeah, of the Vietnam War. But I mean, you know, they had so their principles. Less and controversial. Sure. Um, so you're saying that that John Updike, for example, mm-hmm. um, or uh, for that matter, Harper Lee. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of folks wonder why she hasn't been writing novels. Yeah, because she was too busy writing episodes <laughs> of Rock and Jock in 1993. She would just she would sit down. She'd say, you know, to kill a watchman mm-hmm. in the morning, sure, and in the afternoon. To be Carmen Electra sliding into third base. Sure, you know, actually, she was the one. Harper Lee Harper or Lee. Carmen Electra? No, no. Harper Lee is the one who actually wrote the famous jock jam, Y'all Ready for This. Really? She Harper wrote the, Lee yeah. Wrote, did, she just, did she write the melody or the melody and the lyric? Oh, the whole thing. It was kind of a Brill Building thing. Oh. Where she just stayed up all night doing coke. <laughs> Got it. And she wrote Y'all Ready for This. Yeah. Regular Jordan Jesse Go listeners know that it's long been my life's dream to be portrayed in a stipple portrait. Or what they call at the Wall Street Journal a head cut mm-hmm. uh, because they are actually not stipple portraits, strictly speaking. Okay. There are lines. Mm-hmm. I think stipple portraits are only have point point dots. Okay. 
uh, they're done by stippling the paper. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, the the head cuts in the Wall Street Journal have lines. Okay. Um, thanks to the folks who emailed me about that after the last time we talked about this. Those must have been fun to get. It was fun to get those emails. I'm really Mm -hmm. grateful for that. Otherwise, Mm -hmm. I would have embarrassed myself again uh, in slightly confusing a thing that no one cares about. (laughs) Uh, um, And uh, it finally happened, Jordan. In today's, as we record this, okay. today's Wall Street Journal art section features a roundup of my favorite gadgets. Oh, I don't know how I missed that. I know. I mean, I read it every day. You always turn straight to, to the, the extremely marginal celebrities' mm-hmm. favorite gadgets. Wow. Yeah. That's great. I mean, how can you, I mean, I'm, I will certainly read it tomorrow with my right. milkshake, but do you want to, can you say what some of the gadgets were, just to tease? I and mean, you don't have to say all of them. Ice cream maker. Okay. Got it for Father's Day. Okay. Breville brand. That's top of the line. Mm-hmm. My wife said to me, I'm going to get you the top of the line. Mm-hmm. She went out and she did. She didn't okay. care what it cost. Yeah. Literally wow. hundreds of dollars it cost. Mm. Spared no expense. Home stereo system. Yeah. Hopefully that ice cream maker turns out better than that Jurassic Park though, huh? Yeah, you got it. Oh, boy. <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Co. <laughs> Hey, Max Fun listeners, I'm Dave Holmes, and if you've been missing my show, International Waters, you've been missing this. I am aroused, but I have zero idea. Really? Are you really? Yeah, sorry. Name a British lady. Name a British food lady. Julia Childs. I'm afraid I can't accept that. No, it's not Julia. It's no. Come on, you must know your British food ladies. International Waters, a panel show where U.S. and U.K. comedians battle for pop culture supremacy. Subscribe right now on iTunes or at MaximumFun.org. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, gadget guru. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Jordan Morris, unlikely participant in this activity. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Jordan, don't get crazy. Me? Don't get crazy, Jordan. I'm? Don't be a nut bar. (laughs) Can you believe? Okay. (laughs) When in Rome. Wait a minute. What race did you enter? (laughs) The white race. <laughs> oh. Wait a minute. Yeah. So, Jordan, are you suggesting that you I will also do, do these sorts of experiential journalism pieces for racist magazines. So you're telling me that you're going to do a version of white like me mm-hmm. where the you start out as a white person mm-hmm. and you put on pancake makeup to make yourself appear to be a white person? Yeah. Just like a slightly whiter person than I am. And to be clear, when I say a version of white like me, I mean a version of white like me, the parody of black like me <laughs> from Saturday Night Live in the early 1980s uh, starring Eddie Murphy. Yeah, yeah. I was following you. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. <sighs> we should really – Jordan, we should be brainstorming a few things because you're, when you're pitching editors mm-hmm. – and I don't know if that's going to be part of your process or you're going to wait for the editors to come to you. Yeah. But it could be a combination of both. We're going to want you to have a few pitches in your back pocket. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think you could pilot a container ship mm-hmm. through the narrowest parts of the Panama Canal? 
Yeah, I mean, I think that's an unlikely thing that someone of my demographic would do. Right. There's human cargo, right? Well, sort of like the thing is, there's no law at sea, mm-hmm. so there's no labor law, so it's hard to define what is or isn't uh, a slave. Okay, sure. You know, like yeah, it might yeah, just yeah. be a very low, like someone who's mm-hmm. been coerced. You know, or it might be. You know, it's kind of hard to yeah. say exactly. And there's no such thing as murder. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I like this. I like this kind of high seas lawless thing. I think that would be a fun, you know, little blurb for, you know, what about LA this? Magazine or something. What about this? Yeah. Um, this is a pitch. It's going to be, I'm going to say Vanity Fair. Okay. Shooting at helicopters. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like randomly? No, intentionally shooting at helicopters. <laughs> but I mean random helicopters. I'm not trying to like not bring just, down a specific – Not just shooting into the air yeah. Yosemite Sam style. There happens to be helicopters up there. Yeah. I'm talking about taking a gun, mm-hmm. presumably like a long gun. Yeah. Uh, like a rifle Like an anti-aircraft gun? Like a rifle or a blunderbuss. Okay. So you take you start with a blunderbuss. You mm-hmm. know what that is? Sure. Yeah. It's <laughs> one of those wide at the end guns that uh, yeah. like a you know 1910 Explorer would have. You got it. And – you get that you get that chopper in your mm-hmm. sights. You see if you can take it down. Yeah, I like that. I mean, I think that would be shocking that a guy of my demographic would be randomly shooting at helicopters with a blunderbuss. What about starting a dance group with a lion? Hmm. I don't know. I don't know that that's surprising enough. You'd expect that? People know that I'm a friend to animals. Right. <laughs> sure. I think that's just such a part of my deal. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. So what about a, starting a dance group with a combine harvester? Yeah, that's definitely that's, – see, that's closer. Right. Because people know how much I hate uh, industrialization. And middle America. Both both of those for the same reason. <laughs> well, you hate industrialization. That's why re- you refuse to have rifling on the bore of your long gun. <laughs> sure, exactly. You demand a blunderbuss. <laughs> Yeah, I think we got a couple of real rock solid pitches. These are great. Me. Yeah, call me if you're out there. Uh, Esquire, uh, GQ. Do you have anything for Wired? It's going to need a tech angle. Yeah. Oh, oh I'll uh, while I'm shooting at the helicopters, I'll tie a Fitbit around my balls. <laughs> I don't know why. It'll just measure like how hard it makes me if I <laughs> to, like the idea of shooting at helicopters. How how sexually juiced that gets me. Jordan, I don't look. I'm not here to pitch you business ideas. Mm-hmm. If I were here to pitch you business ideas, my name would be Merlin Mann and your name would be <laughs> Scott Simpson. Sure. However, I do have a business idea for you. Okay, let's hear it. Fuckbit. Mm, okay. It it just as the regular Fitbit includes like I don't know what it has an altimeter or mm-hmm. something. Uh, something that measures motion yeah. so it can tell how many steps you take. And then you get involved in wanting to take more and more steps for mm-hmm. health. Sure. Uh, the fuck bit measures thrusting. You know, I joking, joking aside, I think this exists. What? I think that the porno website – and maybe, Julian, you can be looking this up as I'm saying it to make sure this wasn't a dream. In private mode. Yeah, like go into private mode. No, go into, is there a public mode <laughs> that can broadcast what websites you're going to on Twitter? Yeah, is there like a public mode that like uh, puts things on like a big scoreboard on the outside of the building? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like like the World Series in 1922? Sure. Yeah, can we do that? Oh, is there is there something that can put what you're searching for on a blimp? Yeah. Could or... it project it on a town hall at all? Anyway. Could you, could you, could you, is there a mode there that depicts what you're searching for on the internet in an earthwork? <laughs> 
that's a huge scale sure. uh, art project. Yeah. That uses like that the Indian in South Dakota, nature. they're never going to finish. Yeah. Uh, so I think the porno website Pornhub mm-hmm. has some sort of thing. First of all, never heard of it. Sure. <laughs> Neither have I. Right. This is all, this is weird to me that I'm saying it. I'm in a fugue state. Unfamiliar. Yeah. At some point, I'm going to need a primer on what, was that porn? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to need a primer on what that was. I've heard the word porn. It's the word hub I'm confused of. It's like a centralized location uh, that a lot of different activity can take place at. It's like a meeting point. Um, is that... What if Pornhub mm-hmm. was just a place to hang out with your porn pals? <laughs> like they're finally a place to connect with your porno yeah, pals. everybody. Johnny Penis. <laughs> Debbie Vagina. <laughs> Marshall Anus. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think they have something where you can measure your fucking and the money goes to charity based on how much you fuck. Is this fake, Julian? Julian was not looking it up that whole time. I want to be absolutely clear. Julian is a substitute producer, <laughs> and he just fucked up big time. Oh, boy. That whole time, he was just staring off into space, enjoying our little show, <laughs> while we were vamping, giving him time to look up whether this is real or not. Yeah. And if it's not real, I wonder where I got it from. <laughs> it could be just like an idea that I had. Just a super hot dream you had? Yeah, could be. Could be. Super hot slash charitable dream. Uh, Julian says he sees nothing. So is there any way to measure fucking Julian like a like a wearable tech type thing that measures thrusting? Uh, Maybe just type in wearable tech. Or fuck pedometer? Yeah. Oh, Julian man. says only in your wildest dreams. Hmm. I wonder what that was for. Do type in fuck pedometer and see what happens. Yeah. See fuck if it comes up on that blimp over there. <laughs> Maybe Pornhub are the ones who are trying to shoot the porn in space. Oh I think he found it. Jo- Julian it? found the fuck pedometer. Mm-hmm. Did you find it by searching for fuck pedometer? Yes, he did. <laughs> See, this is That's why. That's a fun search you can do at home. This is why librarians love to listen to Jordan Jesse go. You know how sure. we have so many librarian listeners? I do know that. It's because I know information systematics. Sure. You know what I mean? I can give you some Boolean terms <laughs> that will find the band that you stick around your balls to measure how many fuck thrusts. Julian, can you, you bring the can we you bring the iPad in? I'd like Come to on maybe in, just buddy. read it. We a, want to take a look at yeah, this. Yeah, let's take a look at this. We want to take a look at this. Uh, thanks for bringing your iPad and letting Jordan break it, by the way. Yeah, oh yeah, I'm definitely going to break it. I'm definitely, It's at least going to get smudged with chocolate. Okay, Julian just brought Jordan I've, the iPad. Okay. Okay. So yeah, this is called Sex Fit. Upgrading yeah. your sex life is there uh is their slogan. Can I just offer just a little aside? Hmm. Give me the chocolate and nobody gets hurt. <laughs> hey, Jesse. I do what the voices in my head tell me to. <laughs> got it. Yeah. Let's keep Austin weird, huh? <laughs> we got it. Um, I went into a uh, Hot Topic the other day just to see kind of what was in a Hot Topic these days. Yeah. No shirt that said I do what the voices in my head tell me to. Really? Yeah. What's going on in a Hot Topic these uh, it's days? Just, I mean, there is still a wall of... Ramones t-shirts? Ramones, Misfits, Crass... Run DMC, you know, edgy thing from the late 80s. Uh-huh. Uh, but it's it's mostly Comic-Con shit. It's mostly, like, anime and Marvel stuff. Really? Yeah. Hot Topic. Mm-hmm. In the Hot Topic. No, what about goth shit? they have goth shit? Some goth shit. It has been overwhelmed by nerd shit, though. Yeah. It's the rise of the nerd. Sure. Fuck them. That's what I say. <laughs> yeah. Fuck nerds. <laughs> Where's the bullies? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bullies need to make it. Where are you, bullies? Where's bully? Con? We need you now more than ever. 
uh, Sex Fit, upgrading your sex life. It has an yeah. LED, so it comes in looks like two colors: a pink and a kind of a you know gunmetal gray. Is this a is this a if we confirm that this is a real product? I think so. It's in yeah, it's in in gadget and death okay. and taxes. So sure. I mean, who am I to say? Right. It's a. It's a ring that sits at the base of the penis, trapping blood for better uh, erections, but also packs an accelerometer and Bluetooth module. That way, your in and out statistics will be shared with a companion app on a smartphone that'll tell you your thrust per minute and even the calories you've burned. So it is a oh. it is an at once a cock ring and a uh, wearable. Hmm. Is right. that? Is that uh, is that something you could be interested in, Jesse? Do you think you that uh, you could see yourself? Throwing a sex fit around the old I don't, baby maker? I don't need it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I count out loud. <laughs> oh, okay. While thrusting. Yeah. Like an old-time like calisthenics teacher. 34. Hup one. Hup two. <laughs> <laughs> this is a fucking dope-ass background you have on your iPad, Julian. What is this? Is this you and some really serious-looking bros all broing out by a... By some sort of nautical-themed American Wait, flag? I want to take a look yeah, at this. Yeah, take a look at this. Okay, so this – holy moly. This is some yeah. of the broingest broing down I have ever seen in my entire life. This is – how many bros are we talking about? One, two, three, four, five, this six, is a dozen seven, bros eight, eight, nine, at least. 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. You know, Julian was president of his fraternity. Oh, really? Is this, is this that? Is this what this is? Yeah, it is. We've got that confirmed. Now, Julian was president. Julian's fraternity happens to be that N-word fraternity. <laughs> Wait, um, what? The N-word fraternity. Well, I don't Remember know what that they, is. They sing a song about N-words. Oh, it's yeah. Very controversial. Sure. But Julian, uh, Julian went to it, and there are, uh, uh, there are. I'm looking at this. There's a. How many people did I just count? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. So there's like sixteen people in mm-hmm. this picture. One nautical American flag, and counting white dudes. I'm going to say. I'm going to say four white dudes out of the 16. Yeah. Roughly. Roughly speaking. Julian himself, Afri- half African-American, half Mexican-American. So uh, I don't think this was the, <laughs> that particular one. It was, yeah. I don't think it was in this just chapter. The, sure. Just the four white guys quietly in the back. Yeah. Like, well, just, hey, hey, other white guys, come on, want to come back here and <laughs> slightly sing a racist song that maybe the other guys can't hear? Yeah. Uh, yeah, and that must be shitty for – I guess I, I you know, don't know much about fraternities. But like right. I, get the, I get the sense that there are different chapters of the same one. And I bet you if you are in one of the ones that, you know, I think does some little, racist shit in Tennessee, then – I think it was rough on Julian. And Julian's, Julian's, Julian was president of the fraternity. Oh, wow. He's in charge of raising the money for charity. Sure. Organizing the bong rips. Hooking the funnels up to the tubes. Um, For beer to flow from the funnel into a mouth. You connect funnels to tubes and raise money for charity. Hmm. That's that's my understanding of the fraternity experience. I can see – I can see kind of the appeal of the Fitbit cock ring. Right. But I wonder – how to get the other person on board for it. Uh-huh. Like, I wonder what, like, hey, I'm pushing myself. Well, I'm here to the, push myself. What if the other person's already interested in advanced metrics? Yeah, I mean, I think that helps. I think you, like, gauge their, you know, you gauge their interest based on just a, you know, what if general conversation of metrics. Like, what if you're fucking Nate Silver? 
I mean, ideally. I mean, I'd like to do that, period. Fitbit sure. or no Fitbit. Sure. But what if you're the second writer mm-hmm. about a particular sport mm-hmm. for Grantland.com? You're going to be interested in advanced <laughs> metrics. Sure, yeah. So, yeah, if there's any writers for Grantland out there, hit me up. By the way, I just put in a body tracking camera system in my bedroom. Mm. I'm, getting, I'm getting some really interesting information about the value of three-point fucking. <laughs> The corner is where you want to fuck from. Oh, interesting. That's your highest percentage. Hmm. Jesse, you were saying earlier, off mic, speaking of, you know, tech and social media and, you know, all that. We live in a connected world, Jordan. We do. Uh, Information comes at us faster than ever. (laughs) It's so hard to sift through it all. You should. That's why you listen to this show. Jordan. Write that down and use that in your CBS Sunday morning pick. Oh, my God. Charles Kuralt is going to love that. <laughs> Great one, Jordan. <laughs> um, it's true. I can't keep up with it. I'm probably not dead yet. <laughs> Who knows? Um, Sorry, Charles Kuralt, if you're alive. Yeah, you seem nice. You're a legendary journalist. <laughs> <laughs> um, you were saying that you were having some trouble deciding on a Twitter avatar. Yeah. Here's what happened. I had okay. a twi- Twitter avatar that was uh, effective but insufficiently beardy. Mm-hmm. And one thing that you, when you are an audio personality, I'm mm-hmm. sure this is your experience as well, Jordan. Sure. You do everything. I'm more of a literary personality. Just because you wrote for Rock and Jock? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Me, Shabon, Harper <laughs> Lee, Tom Wolfe, <laughs> Alice Monroe came in there kind of late. John Updike. I already said John Updike. Updike, yeah. David Foster Wallace actually got fired. Yeah. But he went on to write Infinite Jest. So, so, I mean, maybe for the best for him. See, sometimes it's just a bad fit, you right. know? Like, sometimes you're not firing someone because, you know, they're a bad writer. Because certainly he was not. It's like, did it's just you, not a good fit. Did Charlie Kaufman get anything on the air on the Dana Carvey show? No. But then he went on to uh, write uh, the movie, John, John, being, being John Malkovich. <laughs> sure. You know the film? Yeah. Me, Mom, Jim, Jim, Jim. <laughs> Me, Mom, Jim, Jim. <laughs> With this, that's what it was in Korean. So I think if you're an audio personality, there is a part of you that wants to do one of either two things. Oh, speaking of, I think the actual Japanese title for being John Malkovich is Deep Inside Malkovich. <laughs> it's also the title of the uh, Pornhub's viral video promotion. <laughs> right. For the cock counter or whatever that was called. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think they could they could really probably do some business if they would branch out into those kind of like – you know, movie nerd movies. And I feel like, you know, like obviously there's porn, you know, parodies of, you know, Avengers and Batman and, you know, big AAA movies. But I think if they go into some of the kind of those, you know, those film schooly movies, they would probably have a lot of success. You're Malkovich. See if you can do one for, you know, fear and sucking in Las Vegas. Julian's password is not 6969. No, it's too bad. <sighs> I just thought I'd take a swing at it. Yeah. So Donnie Darko, you could just call it that. When you're an audio personality, mm-hmm. you want to have one of either two things. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ira Glass, for example, was sure. famous because for many years, well into this American life, basically up until they had a television show, uh, he would not allow himself to be photographed in articles about this American life. He would like have his hand in front of his face or a <laughs> really? microphone in front of his face or huh. like a notebook in front of his face because he didn't want – to pierce the reality bubble that's built around hmm. uh, a listener to something. You know, okay. they, they imagine their own version of who you are. Sure. And he wanted that to continue apace. Uh, when that's not practical, I think to some extent, 
you do a little extra work to put a picture of yourself out there mm-hmm. uh, so that you don't have to deal with people, frankly, being disappointed. <laughs> sure, yeah. No one being imagines... Inad- being inadvertent dicks. Yeah, exactly. And um, uh, and so I, I had a Twitter avatar that I was pretty happy with. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then... I became beardier, mm-hmm. and I was having a lot of problems with people saying like, ah, mm, uh, "Are you sure you're Jesse Thorne?" Or, "Gosh, <laughs> I guess you're Jesse Thorne." Like, what? Sure. Like weird, awkward. Do you like go into places insult. saying you're Jesse Thorne to like demand like discounts and stuff? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You don't do that. I don't. Maybe I should be. Yeah. But what do you know if you're going into a 31 flavors? Let's marginal say. podcast celebrities get 15 percent off at Subway. Really? Yeah. So I can get the foot long for the price of a six inch? Oh, I'm sorry. Did I say subway? I meant on the subway. Oh, you get okay. a discounted fare on the subway. Really? Yeah, because they presume you can't afford your own car. Because <laughs> you're into in podcasting. Did you know You know who, uh, you know who is a big fan of uh, MaximumFun.org? Hmm. Whoever runs the Twitter account for the Los Angeles Metro. Really? Multiple plugs for Judge John Hodgman there. <laughs> Multiple Wait. Judge John Hodgman plugs. So the person who's following the... Metro Twitter account for, you know, fair hike updates a, and scheduling and stuff thing, like that. Here's a fun thing to listen to while you're on the Los Angeles Metro. Oh, that is, I guess that fits more than – that fits better than uh, uh, just a random plug or something like that. Yeah, stuff like, to listen to on the – I get that. Yeah. Because public transit and podcasting go hand in hand. So I was concerned it wasn't hey. beardy enough. So I took – But it would be nice if they would recommend our show. Is, I, yeah. Sure. I agree. I agree completely. Uh, I, I grabbed a picture that Eric, our events, our, our events guy, took of me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm up against a white wall, and mm-hmm. I'm a little bit backlit, mm-hmm. and so uh, my beard looks real wispy and weird. Okay, in that picture. Are your concerns? It seems like all of your concerns are beard based. Yeah, well, I mean that's the main difference. Sure, you know, it's I'm, I'm you're changing the picture to get the beard in, so you want to make sure that the beard is, you know, at least represented like you. Well, would, one weird would thing. Want it to be. One weird thing about having a beard mm-hmm. is that people feel very comfortable sharing weirdly specific opinions about a beard with <laughs> sure, you. Sure, yeah. In a way that I don't think they would about like a new haircut or something like that. Right. Like people will say, "Man, you sure look rapey." <laughs> oh God! Like people that you're not. I bet. Friends I believe with. it. I believe it 100. percent And positive ones as well. It's sure. just like it's something that people feel fully qualified to offer you a deeply personal, strong opinion yeah. about. I think. I think people assume that, and I guess the rapey thing is the intense negative of that. Yeah. But I think people assume that if you go out of your way to have a specific facial hair, you want to talk about it. Yeah, I, know. I think it's like. I do know that I, I I can remember a friend of mine who got a really specific tattoo, like a really intense, really specific, weird tattoo, not just, you know, an anchor or initials or something like that. But it was really intense. And every time people would ask him, like, what is this about? He would say, uh, I don't like to talk about what it's about. And that struck me as his thing to deal with because – why get something so intense and specific that's in on a really obvious part of your body if you were just going to shut down everybody who talked about it? So I think that burden is on the beard haver a little bit. Is that – do you think I'm off base there? Well, I mean – You should be prepared to explain your beard. 
Yeah, I mean, if you want me to explain the beard, I'm glad <laughs> sure. to explain the beard. I'll yeah. say, yeah, I, I've always wanted to have a beard, and uh, I have a soft jawline mm-hmm. uh, and uh, an overbite. Yeah, and uh, so it flatters me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm glad to have it. I'll say that. Okay, but you don't want this, the I don't want someone to say like, "Wow, you look like a real creeper." <laughs> sure. And that's not what most people say. Yeah. I get a, many more compliments on it than sure. – I mean, I think it, do I look better with it than without mm-hmm. it or else I wouldn't have it. But um, uh, yes, when people are – they feel very comfortable being very specifically sure. negative if they have some kind of problem with it. OK. Um, so, but, so I want it well represented. OK. So I switched to this picture that our events director took but it was looking too wispy. Mm-hmm. So then – I switched to uh, – I, I took a selfie. Mm. Have you heard about this? Uh, they're very hot these days from what I understand. Yeah, I think even J-Lo does it. I've heard that there's a uh, stick one can buy to assist in them. I, now, this is something I hadn't heard about. Yeah, well, Tell I mean me I'm, a big, I'm a big tech head. It's a, it's kind of a cock ring uh-huh. that slips over the penis. Right, and does it hold the blood of the penis inside the penis? Yeah, it does. So, you know, you can stay firmer longer. Uh-huh. And then, you know, while you're all juiced with a boner, you take a selfie. Got it. Yeah. So you have that glow about you. You know what? That I'm erect glow. You know what I do? Hmm. I keep some dumbbells in the back seat of my car. Mm-hmm. So if I need to, I can do a couple curls with my donger. So, oh, sure. So that if I see a lady, it's on swole. <laughs> it's got to be swole. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, how are you going to find your swole mate otherwise? It's got to be on swole, my sure. friend. Uh, but now I have a stipple portrait, Jordan. Mm-hmm. I'm cool forever. So you are using the stipple portrait as your Twitter avatar now. Yeah, I'm stipple. I'm stipple from here on out. Do you think it's better than the selfie? Oh, it's significantly better. It's a significant mm-hmm. improvement on the selfie. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, I'm not going to tell you that me and this artist from the Wall Street Journal didn't go back and forth. By the way, I've got a photo credit in the Wall Street Journal. Hey, there you go. Yeah, they need me to take a picture of my stereo because there's no stock pictures of it because it's old. Do you get uh, Do you get extra for that? No, but I should. Yeah. By extra, Seems like do you it. mean something? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you get paid at all? I'd take 10 bucks. promotional article? Right, 10 bucks. Seems fair. I'd love to get 10 bucks. So you pay on, you know, Getty Images if you want to use their woman surprised that there's a cake here. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite stock photo, by the way. Do you think that's a picture? A cake? To see yesterday here? Morning. Me? <laughs> I'm? A cake? Here? Cake? Whom? Me? Okay. <laughs> when in Rome. I'm sorry, what? Yeah. So, but I feel like my... You know what would be great? My... Cake on a zipline. <laughs> <laughs> just hitch it in, send it across the jungle. What about a day... And, like, what, like, and maybe birds will try and eat it as it's like sailing over the jungle canopy. A, a day delivering singing telegrams, but they're gently comic. <laughs> okay. It's, uh, yeah, that's fun. Like it's like grandma's birthday. Mm-hmm. She's fun. She's a, a, kind of old. Yeah. I mean, I'd but probably you say want to it write in a, a fun, nice, fun. Yeah, way. yeah. I mean, that's a super rough draft of you a song. You know what? But yeah. get, get a get someone to punch it up. Sure. Call Bruce Valanche. <laughs> Man, maybe I'll just call Shabon. Get Bruce. We're still friends after uh, after we wrote on Rock and Jock. You know, Bruce Valanche also wrote on Rock and Jock. He fit in really well with uh, with all those. Yeah. <laughs> all those rock celebrities. Mm-hmm. John B. Mm-hmm. He's probably on that. Yeah. If you're John B., you got to be prepared. To answer uh, facial hair questions. Yeah. If anyone on earth mm-hmm. has to be prepared to answer facial hair questions, it's uh, slow jam legend John B., <laughs> the king of the specific facial hair. Yeah. No man has ever had more narrow 
and specific <laughs> facial hair than John B. You know that kind of hair. You know that kind of hairstyle that uh, Vanilla Ice had, where you got a fade, mm-hmm. and then there's lines cut in the side on yeah. the fade. I think John B. at some point probably had that in his beard. <laughs> he probably had a fade cut into his beard with lines cut into the fade, or like a swoosh. Do you think that's what's coming next in facial hair? A, a return to what? Uh, uh, Latino crooners of the mid 1990s yes. did with their facial hair. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I think so too. Man, I saw an amazing man on the subway on the way here. A hmm. uh, 40ish year old guy. Yeah, maybe 45, mm-hmm. wearing uh, an and an overweight, but not like obese, but like you know, just just his body, a large had, dude. He had let go of mm-hmm. himself. Sure, not a tall dude. Mm-hmm. Just just a guy. He was just a mess. Okay, physically, mm-hmm. and uh, he was wearing a black do rag, mm-hmm. a black and white checked uh, trilby, mm-hmm. you know, short brim fedora. Um, you know, like a he was going to a ska concert. You mm-hmm. know, uh, but he was wearing it backwards. Mm-hmm. A um, little bit hard to tell because of where the pinch was. Sure. But uh, he was on backwards. Mm-hmm. Intentionally, do you think? No. Okay. No. Just no. Hat ac- so. Simple hat accident. I do not think that it was. You don't, But you don't think it was. In, so which one was it? Was it intentional or a hat accident? I think that it was a hat accident. I okay. don't think it was intentional. Okay. A K-Rock t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, a jacket that f- it was... A jean jacket with a lot of patches on it mm-hmm. uh, for things from 1988. Okay. <laughs> like Cheap Trick? Uh, yes. Okay. Not literally Cheap Trick, but the biggest one was for the Stray Cats. Okay. Uh, but there was also one for The Cure. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were There was a broad variety of them. They all appeared to be newish. Okay. So it what here's what it looked like. Mm-hmm. It looked like something that you would buy at Marshall's, mm-hmm. like that a person, like there was a lot of leftover patches, mm-hmm. a, a container of leftover patches got brought to Vietnam, yeah. mm-hmm. and uh, you know Vietnamese clothing company twenty four uh, bought the container load for fifty cents, mm-hmm. decided to put them on jackets. Mm-hmm. It was a by the way the brand of the jacket was Ralph Lauren Chaps. Okay. Um, so yeah, miscellaneous things. And so far I'm just describing like a guy who's like, was once like into whatever, uh, alternative rock in the late eighties. Sure. Doesn't, yeah. Sort of ska rockabilly guy. Right now, not that surprising. I understand that. Mm -hmm. Now the do-rag and the hat on backwards. Sure. That's unusual. Yeah. Um. I, I don't know. I don't know. I can kind of picture him. Okay. Hat accident aside, I'm, I'm. Okay. You're getting to it. Full erection. His, his, his pants mm-hmm. were cross colors. Oh, that's great. Yeah. His, his pants literally had uh, – at first I thought they were the kind of um, uh, uh, airbrush pants you could get at a state fair. Mm-hmm. Um, but actually they were cross colors and they literally said in like graffiti letters. Mm-hmm. When I say graffiti letters, I'm talking about from a children's cereal commercial in sure. 1991 uh, that said "Street Beat." 
Oof. Are now are these the cross color reboot pants, or do you think these were you know the genuine article? I think these were original cross colors. Okay. There was some wear. Okay. They were uh, also like acid washed. That was pretty good. This guy, that guy, really had a a pretty insane mishmash going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was pure madness. Yeah. That's all I have to say about that. I just he just is it, there a friendly way to say what's your deal? I know that's what I wanted to know. Like while we're on this public transit ride together, I had can s- you explain yourself to me? I had some concern. I'm that not going to talk. I'm just going to listen. I had some concern he was a madman. Sure. I mean, the, yeah, that and could have looped me into his madness. Okay. Because he had this sort of combination of specificity of dress mm-hmm. and non sequitur dress. Mm-hmm. That would lead one to believe that someone might be a madman. Okay. So you would go up to him and go like, oh, hey, this is an interesting combination of things you have on. And then the next thing you know, you wake up in a shipping container. Because I want to be totally clear about the upper upper half of him. Mm-hmm. Like he had all these things from a guy who was into 1980. Billy Idol. Mm-hmm. There's a big Billy Idol thing. Yeah. But it wasn't like he looked like a rockabilly guy. Like, it was was not like a Levi's jacket. Okay. Like, this was clearly a Ralph Lauren Chaps denim jacket. Yeah. I mean, I think that, you know, maybe what you were seeing is I can remember, like, being a high school kid and, like, wanting to, like, you know, start to have a unique style of dress. Right. Like Like your hero, Billy Idol. Like my hero, Billy Idol. Or, like, wanting to, like, dress like the subculture that you like the most. Jordan, I understand completely. I wanted to dress like my hero, Billy Ocean. Sure. (laughs) Um, and I, like, so I could find a Caribbean queen of my own. <laughs> the, and like the first couple of shots you take at that, like you don't maybe necessarily know to go to, you know, the head shop that also sells T-shirts or right. the, you know, or to find out where like a cool thrift store would be. Right. So you just kind of try and approximate the thing you want based on what you can get at Marshall's and Target. Right. So I think maybe that's where – because I definitely remember being like 13 and like wanting to have a jacket with like patches and pins on it. So you think that this man is a 45-year-old going through the sartorial crisis of a 14-year-old? I think so. I mean people develop differently. Uh Uh-huh. So I think he's – You think he may have just gotten pubes as well? Yeah, he just got pubes and you know he's like, hey, I'm tired of just listening to whatever music mom puts on around the house. Uh I'm going to start getting into my own thing. My now elderly mother. (laughs) Yes. Uh, So I'm going to start getting into my own thing. I like, you know, I like The Cure. I like Stray Cats. Billy uh, Idol. Billy Idol. (laughs) K-Rock. Yeah. So, you know, he's – you know, Green at some Day, point, presumably. yeah. Let's say Green Day. Uh, and you got to figure, no doubt, right? Yeah, yeah. That that yeah. This tracks. Um, is it possible that this was our friend Greg Barrett? <laughs> might have been Greg Barrett. Yeah, maybe Greg Barrett has really just let himself go. I love Greg Barrett. P.S. Um, let's be clear. So yeah, or maybe he's just like, and he's doing his best. You know, he found these patches. He has his you know jacket that he got at Marshalls. It's not particularly cool, but it'll do. And you know, maybe when we see him in a couple years, he'll have it more together. You know what this was like. Mm-hmm. If Greg Barron was schizophrenic. <laughs> like the thing about Greg Barron is Greg Barron owns the anachronism of his style mm-hmm. and is really specific and does an exceptional job, mm-hmm. I think. I think Greg always really mm-hmm. looks great. Um, <laughs> if you heard Greg's joke that he's been doing lately where he says uh, uh, he goes on stage wearing a scarf and he says it's not because he wants to look like the lead singer from Train. Uh, it's because uh, it's because he's 50 years old and he didn't have time to iron his neck. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, that is a good fucking Greg Barrett's funny. 
Um, get well soon, Greg Barrett. Uh, so uh, anyway, yeah, I think I think that's the answer. It's like, what if Greg Barrett, sure. th- with that commitment to mm-hmm. specificity, was also, yeah, just maybe insane and maybe without resources. Yeah. Without well, we, we've solved the mystery, Jordan. We have the mystery of a guy I saw on the subway <laughs> on the way here. Dust, dust, dust. Da, 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 da. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Desico. Hey everyone, we're the Flop House, one of the newest additions to the Maximum Fun Podcasting Network. I'm Dan McCoy. I'm Stuart Wellington. And I'm Elliot Kalin. What is the Flop House, you may very well ask? We watch a bad movie and then we talk about it. A bad movie podcast? Isn't that like every fifth podcast on the internet? I'd answer that by saying, one, we've been doing this show for over seven years, long before the entire premise of our show was a cliche, and two, shut up. Sick burn. I'd say that our show is more of a comedy podcast, a podcast about words that sound like other words, a podcast about me singing long, irritating songs like this one, a podcast about pitches for a Ziggy comic book movie, or discussions about sex tarps. Yeah, I mean, mostly it's a show about three friends just hanging out and talking about ding-dongs. That's mostly used to. Wait, what? So if you like any of those things, subscribe in iTunes today or visit MaximumFun.org to follow the show. The Flophouse! It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morse, boy detective. Uh, great to be here, Jordan. Mm-hmm. It's always nice. It's always nice when we have a, a show to ourselves. <laughs> boy, I know. Without the parents here, huh? Yeah. We can stay up as late as we want to. Number one. Ice cream for breakfast. Yeah, number two. And uh, full blast, full volume pornography. Yeah, sure. Not to worry about mom. Full blast, full blo- volume orgasms. <laughs> sure. <laughs> ah! Yeah! <laughs> Um, Jordan, I want to say I, – I have something that I need to say on the show. OK. Uh, this is – it's a combination of an announcement and a cry for help. Uh-huh. Here's my announcement. <laughs> I'm, uh, in September, mm-hmm. I'm going to northern Europe. Mm-hmm. I'm going to Oslo, okay. Stockholm, mm-hmm. and Copenhagen. Great. Uh, I will be a guest speaker at an event called Radio Days. OK. D-A-Z-E? Uh, Yes, exactly. Directed by it's directed by Spike Lee, and the year is nineteen eighty six. Great. Um, it's called Radio Days, mm-hmm. and um, I guess I'm going to be. Here's the thing. So, like a few years ago, some Dutch people emailed me and mm-hmm. said, "Can we visit you in your office?" I'm like, "Yeah, sure. <laughs> Why not? You know, get a load of these guys. You know what I mean?" Sure. Uh, Come on up, Cloggy. Yeah, exactly. We took him to lunch. Turns out if you work in the state broadcaster of the Netherlands or whatever, Mm -hmm. uh, you can can live – or Danish. I don't know. Mm -hmm. This is how deep in the shit I am that I've agreed to this. I don't even know what country's which. Sure. You're just going to get into a shipping container. Exactly. (laughs) Head out to sea. Head for the Panama Canal. Um, I Just pray the federales don't catch you. I found out that they get like a month off every other year, sure. I want to say, to do professional development, which involves just flying to other countries and hanging out with other people oh, that yeah. do radio. Other countries is, are great. I know, right? Thank God for socialism. Socialism's amazing. <laughs> hmm. 
Um, and so, yeah, so I, I like took him to lunch. Sure. And I got him some pastrami. Mm-hmm. I don't think they even had pastrami before. I don't yeah. think they have We've only had lutefisk. Luda, exactly. They've only had, well, they've had a few other fermented fish dishes. Sure. Um, What's that deep fried gravy disc that they eat? <laughs> Wait, a deep fried gravy disc? Yeah. Julian, why are you not typing deep fried gravy disc into this computer of yours that's sitting right next <laughs> to me? Um, so uh, I have agreed to speak at their national radio conference. Okay. And I will be speaking at three three countries in two days. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's gonna, that's fine. That Those two days are covered. Mm-hmm. But I figured as long as I'm going all the way to Europe, I should hang out there. Sure. I don't know anyone. Mm-hmm. So if you – this is a rare opportunity. Mm-hmm. If you live in Copenhagen or Stockholm, mm-hmm. I will be friends with you. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm offering to Great. you. Even if you have a friend that lives in Copenhagen or Stockholm, I might be friends with them. What do you bring into the table friendship-wise? Friendship-wise? Mm-hmm. Uh, I probably know about stuff that's happened on American television shows that they don't know about yet. Okay. Like maybe they haven't gotten Bazinga over there yet? Wait, what's Bazinga? <laughs> the, uh, what they say on Big Bang Theory. Oh, right. Yeah, sure. Bazinga. Yeah, sure. Uh, they probably haven't gotten that yet. Uh, they're probably still uh, waiting to find out how gun smoke ends. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So I'll bring my knowledge of Fibber McGee and Molly mm-hmm. uh, with me. I'm tall. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll know what my beard looks like in advance. Sure. If they check your Twitter avatar. Um... I bought a new coat. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, that's three or four solid Yeah, I things. mean, I don't, you know, you can go on, but that's, you know, you make I'll, a fine case. I'll show them how to make a burger. Okay. That's America's <laughs> national food. You can buy them fried gravy discs. Yeah, exactly. Fried gravy discs on me. Mm-hmm. Um, but seriously, I'm going to be in this, I'm going to be <laughs> like four days in Copenhagen and four days in Stockholm or something. I don't even know. Sure. I'll have a meetup. Does anyone live there? Hmm. You know who I think lives there? Do you remember Ari from Iceland? <laughs> I, uh, I don't think I remember Ari from Iceland. Uh, you'll remember him as the guy who used to call into Jordan Jesse Go like in the very early days mm. and just kind of yell at us. Okay. Um, he sounds great. Uh, it may have just been that that's what Icelandic people sound like. Mm-hmm. Or Icelandic they're dudes. They're a scolding people. Icelandic ladies sound like Bjork, right? So Icelandic <laughs> dudes sound like they're yelling at Yeah, you. yeah. Um, so maybe Ari from Iceland lives in one of those places now. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. That's a it's a it's a tall order. Good luck. Martin from Malmo. Guy okay, lives in Malmo. Okay. I don't know how far that is from these other things. Don't know. Maybe he wants to come have lunch. <laughs> Maybe I need somebody to go to that restaurant where all you eat is like clovers that the guy found in the field. <laughs> is that something? Yeah, like how are they prepared? Clover? You found a sea clover growing out of a dike? Huh. I don't know. You know. Just raw the bowl of them. Just a bowl of sea clovers that he found growing out of a retaining wall. <laughs> it's holding the sea back. Hmm. I think that's what you eat in one of those places. That makes sense to me. That and lutefisk. Yeah. So that's on offer. Dave and Abby's aunt Sheila, she lives in one of those places. Yeah. I don't know. You going to try some party drugs while you're out there? Oh, yeah. Legal prostitution. Sure. The whole nine yards. I'm going to try and break my arm and get it fixed for free. Man, you should do do it all. Yeah. When in Rome. Wooden shoes. <laughs> Me? Getting my arm fixed for free? Okay. Shoot a narwhal. Yeah. That sounds good. 
that's like the top. I I haven't seen uh, the Rick Steves special where he goes to Northern Europe, but I think what he does, if I'm remembering correctly, mm-hmm. is the thing you haven't seen. He gets some wooden. Yeah, <laughs> he gets some wooden shoes. Mm-hmm. I read the summary on Netflix. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. He gets wooden shoes. Uh, he eats some lutefisk. Mm-hmm. Uh, he gathers some sea clover from mm-hmm. a retaining wall that's holding back the ocean. It sounds like a good episode. And he shoots a narwhal hmm. with a flare gun. I think you should, think you should do all that. <laughs> you got to get a square in the blowhole. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no they got a tough hide. They got a guns, tough hide. Real guns are illegal in Northern Europe. Sure. Got to get a flare gun and shoot it square in the blowhole. <laughs> As it's breaching. You want to go to a black metal concert? I'll go to that. Oh, cool. Yeah. You know? Get me, bring me some earplugs. So that's on offer. I just wanted to put that out. Great offer. That's going to be my, it's going to be like Autumn Boy. Oh, okay. Speaking of which. Yeah. It's an elegant segue. Very. Uh, summer like a Boy. swan. The Summer of Summer Boy is on right now. Uh, let's take our first Summer Boy call. Hi, Jordan Jesse, Sunny D, and esteemed guest. Last night, a rather momentous thing occurred. Uh, my neighbor's. Uh, last night around 11 p.m., set off some fireworks, uh, and this was momentous because they went off at the exact moment of my orgasm. It was fantastic. I felt like quite a summer boy. Love the show. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, I'm not that stoked about his tone of voice, but that is a pretty dope. It's great. I wonder if it was with a partner or solo. It was an important detail that I would have liked to have had. You know, there's this. New, I wonder how your how your partner reacts to that. There's this new hit song by Demi Lovato that's called like "Gay for the Summer." <laughs> Is it? <laughs> it's roughly called "Gay, okay. Gay for the Summer," um, and I can't decide whether or not it's homophobic mm-hmm. uh, because it's sort of like well, on the one hand, it's just like making a song about being gay for the summer, so that's not homophobic. That's that's positive. It's a sure. step forward. It's mm-hmm. a pop record. You mm-hmm. know. On the other hand, the for the summer part seems homophobic. <laughs> oh, is she saying that like she's going to she's going to have a girlfriend for the summer? It's or like, that she likes the summer in the way like oh like you would say like oh I'm gay for this sandwich I love it so much. As I understand it, okay. Jordan, you know because I have not heard this song. You know the song by uh, Katy Perry that's called um, "I Kissed a Girl and sure. I Liked It." So she she says, well, just this one kiss, and it's because I like lip gloss, mm-hmm. is the theme of that song. Yeah. This new song by Demi Lovato, which is called I'm Gay for the Summer, mm-hmm. is like, she's like, I'm, I'm, I'm proud to be do gay stuff for the summer. But only the summer. Only for, for this summer. specific two and a half, three months. Anyway, my yeah, point. Yeah, that's a tricky one. My point here is that I think that you should say... Instead of gay for the summer, mm-hmm. I think it's become gay in the summer or accept your homosexuality in the summer. Yeah. So the summer is not when you try doing a gay thing. In summer, think about the fact that sexuality is a continuum. Exactly. Mm. I think – It's a river, always changing. I think the summer is the time to embrace your true self mm-hmm. – uh, even if you're afraid. I think mm. that's the spirit of Summer Boy. Sure. So long story short, unlike Demi Lovato, I think that's what this guy was doing. Yeah, I think so. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. He was expressing Whatever he his was sexuality doing was... with someone that in the past he would have been afraid to express his sexuality with. Like a wife. Exactly. Mm-hmm. 
Exactly. You think that he was in a in a part of society where he was looked down upon for being gay previously? <laughs> yeah. Wait, no. Looked looked down upon for not being. Wait a minute. Se- he was people were looking down on him for being heterosexual. To be, yeah. He was pretending to be gay because it was trendy. Right. Yeah. But he had this secret wife mm-hmm. who he, you know, tried to fuck as little as possible, mm-hmm. even though he really wanted to. Mm-hmm. He's like, hey, you know, I know that, you know, gay marriage is in the news and in vogue and, you know, all over TV. En vogue got gay married? Yeah. All of them. To Shit. each other. Now I'll never marry Dawn. <laughs> Sorry. She's gay married now. But he's like, hey, fuck it. I'm a... I'm a proud straight man, Jordan, and I'm going to do it to my wife. Can I say the thing I said? Yeah. Now I'm never going to get it. <laughs> never going to get it. Yeah. Never going to get it. Not this time. Nope. Um, yeah, so I think that's probably what this guy's going through. I'm expanding. I guess I'm saying that I'm exp- I would like to hear from at least one person before the summer is out mm-hmm. who, has ex- who has embraced a new sexuality. Mm-hmm. Because they're living their summer boy lifestyle. That would be great. Right? Mm-hmm. That's a classic summer boy expression. Sure. Make it happen, guys. Yeah. Okay. Another call. Hey, guys. It's Aaron from Columbus. Um, so yesterday I got up and went to some yard sales in my neighborhood. Then uh, Pretty good I uh, mm-hmm. mowed my lawn. My friends came over, we grilled pizzas on the grill, and then we started a bonfire and made s'mores. And then today, I am getting ready to grill some hot dogs and then go to the park. I just feel like I'm having a real summer boy weekend. Aaron's fucking nailing it. What I like is consistent. Mm -hmm. Aaron is not, there's no peaks and valleys here. Mm -hmm. Aaron is going clean through the weekend, 100% summer boy. I'm here, okay. Here's my. She didn't say that she cracked some tall boys, but I presume that I could she hear. Yeah, some tall I mean, I, I was also assuming that. And here's my issue with this call: mm-hmm. is that it's it's good. I mean, right. all of that shit was great. It would have been better if she said, "I've been living a lie," but also, for a long I'm, time. yes, I'm, I'm, I'm finally, I'm pushing myself sexually. Right. Um, that would have been nice, but this is a little bit boilerplate summer boy. Right. It's a little, and I'm, you know, I don't mean this as derogatory. You want But mainly as trendy. It's a little bit You want a summer basic boy bitch. disruptor. Yeah, exactly. You want someone where's who's the innovating. U- where's the Uber of summer boy? <laughs> you want someone who's innovating in the summer boy vertical. That, that would be great. Yeah, somebody who's doing some new stuff in the space. Right. Because, I mean, you know, this is great. Columbus is probably lovely. Would I like to join someone who was doing all these activities? Absolutely. Pizza right. on the grill sounds terrific. Right. But I think at this point in our summer boy experience, we're looking for, I think what you said, a disruptor. Right. Someone who makes us go, wow. Where's that wow factor? And the fact that she got a pizza stone for her big green egg is not enough. I mean, this is a good thing to do. I'm just right. saying at this point in the show, mm-hmm. mm, we're looking for something else. Okay. Yeah. Bigger, louder, faster. Pontoons. Summer. Pontoons. <laughs> I think the main thing, the main take home for me here mm-hmm. is if you're calling in about a boat, mm-hmm. it should be multi-hulled. <laughs> sure. Ideally. I do not want to hear about single-hulled yeah. boats. Where is our Indominus Rex, I guess is what I'm saying. Got it. Where's our new... What's the next level shit? Yeah. 
We've seen the T-Rex. We've seen raptors. Can I ask? What's next? Can I ask you a question? And I don't want to suggest that murderousness mm-hmm. is part of a summer boy lifestyle because, frankly, it isn't. Yeah. Okay. However, yeah, guys, don't murder. I wonder if El Chapo, <laughs> in going into uh, his shower, which apparently he had his own shower, mm-hmm. uh, despite being the most horrible person in the history of America, mm-hmm. uh, the Americas. Sure. Uh, open Including Canada? Absolutely. You're saying he's worse than Rick Moranis? <laughs> yes. He's worse than celebrated, talented, <laughs> nice man, Rick Moranis. He's worse than every member of Rush, Jesse? I don't think so. He opens the curtain, goes into a special tunnel mm-hmm. that has a motorcycle on rails. Mm-hmm. And I think the motorcycle on rails element here, it's not just that there's a mile-long tunnel to a construction site. Mm-hmm. It's the motorcycle on rails element that I think is El Chapo making a play to be Summer Boy. Now, again, I want to be clear that murderousness is not part of being a Summer Boy. Neither is drug trafficking. No. uh -uh. Maybe marijuana trafficking. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But not heroin trafficking or cocaine trafficking or crystal meth trafficking. Those are not Summer Boy things. Yeah. Maybe mushrooms. Maybe a little cocaine. <laughs> yeah. And cocaine once in a while. Once in a while. Once a year. Yeah. When you're with your friends from college. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, I, I'm not trying to put this woman down. I think it was a it was a good call and I like all these activities. I'm just saying what's next. Now, I will present the alternative here. Okay. I know that you're arguing for murderousness to be included because you're I, such a big fan of sure, El I do like I do like El level. Chapo. My suggestion is that one really great summer boy element of this call, mm-hmm. of Aaron's And maybe I missed something. Call. I could have, could have missed something. I think that a certain amount of consistency of summer boyness mm-hmm. is necessary to really, as our friend Howard Kramer would say, have a summer. Mm-hmm. Okay? I think that... I think that there is a certain amount of getting into and staying inside of the zone that could be difficult if your friends from college are visiting and you've done a few bumps, Mm -hmm. okay? Um, And you're going to go murder some rival drug cartel members. (laughs) Right. Um, So my feeling is uh, that's what I like about this. I liked the consistency of it. But, you know, I mean, I'm also a big parrot head. <laughs> sure. You know? Yeah. So I love a flip flop. You're on island flip-flop. time. Exactly. You're on island time. Exactly. Mm-hmm. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. You know, when something momentous happens mm. to you, our listener, mm. we have you call us. By the way, thank you for that. I feel like we're doing Smiley and West. What's that? Can I be Cornell West or you be oh, yeah. Tavis yes. Smiley? Yes, I would. Thank you for making me Tavis Smiley, by the way. No you know, problem. He's one of my biggest influences. Thank you, Brother Tavis. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, mm. When something momentous happens to you, we ask you to call us at 206 206- 984-4-FUN, 206-984-4-FUN, for our segment Momentous Occasions. We have some momentous occasions 
in what I call the spank bank. <laughs> We're ready to roll them out. Hey, Jordan, Jesse, go. This is Sam in beautiful Whittier, Alaska. I'm walking home from work, and I just saw this guy with his kids. He had a baby Bjorn thing strapped to his front, and he hocked a big loogie and tried to spit it, and the wind blew it right back in his kid's face. <laughs> Thanks, guys. See you later. That's good. That's rock that's good. solid. Yeah, that's really good. <laughs> I was going to say there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, obviously there is something wrong sure. with that. The kid didn't do anything. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Might have had it coming, though. <laughs> yeah, I figure it's one of the, the wayward toddlers yeah. of Whittier, Alaska. <laughs> What's great about it is it's going down in Whittier, Alaska, you know. You're like what? What's going down? They got this and satellite TV. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, the occasional moose sighting, probably. If they're lucky, a log flume. Yeah. Some kind of flume. And then thirty days of pure night. Yeah. That's probably pretty good. Yeah. Uh, do you have you? It seems like a baby is something that I don't want to say you inexplicably hurt a lot, but something that is that easily gets in the way. Do you find that babies? Will you inexplicably hurt them? Yeah, well, yeah absolutely. Sure. No doubt about mm-hmm. it. Uh, one thing that my three-year-old does a lot lately is mm-hmm. is creep on me. Oh, yeah. You know, he creeps. He, he'll creep up. Straight creep. He's got that He's got that gentle pitter-patter. You don't even hear it. You sure. know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, pow, you took him out. You turn around over your shoulder, look at something, pow, you took out the kid. Yeah. He's going down like a Do sack of potatoes. Do you think he's potatoes. sneaking up on you? Like a sack of potatoes that was trying to stand up and be a toddler. <laughs> Do, Do you, I think he's sneaking around on me? Yeah, like trying to steal your wallet or cut your throat, or just have, or he's just got other parents on the side. Could, yeah, could be. He's uh, trying to sneak out of the house to be with his other parents. Yeah, he keeps telling us that he's going to insurance conventions. Huh? Yeah, like and sales meetings. Yeah, like oh, like sales retreats. Have you seen his credit card statements? Because if there's you know a lot of like motel rooms and mm-hmm. you know like expensive dinners on there, mm-hmm. that's a good sign. He has a black card. Oh. How did he get a black card? Would you say good credit? He does have very good credit. He never yeah. misses a payment. It's, I mean, he brags about that. That's the first that. step. That's the first step. He brags about that. There's two things he brags about are, mm-hmm. number one, he never misses a payment. Mm-hmm. Number two, he's got one of those uh, three-wheel razor scooters. Mm. So those are the main things he brags about. The Ducati razor scooters? <laughs> yeah, those Ducati razor scooters. Uh, yeah, boy, I hate to say it, Jesse, but I think you, I mean, I don't. Listen, I'm not saying he's definitely cheating on you with other parents, but I mean, I think it's a concern. I think it's worth looking into, maybe hiring a private child investigator. Well, we'll see. Let's take our next call. Wait, the investigator child would have a little trench coat in hand <laughs> because you need a child <laughs> to Jordan, tail out. another child. No, no, time out, Jordan. All right. The investigator is two children, one on the other's shoulders. Oh, uh, trying to convince coat. you that they're an adult. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> Hey, Jordan, Jesse, and guest. This is Ryan from Pennsylvania, and uh, I have a momentous occasion for you. I was out today in the field. Uh, I'm a wildlife biologist, and uh, I met this gorgeous girl working on a farm. Uh, she was really sweet, beautiful smile, very, very attractive, and uh, I found out that her dad is my boss, but I asked her if she wanted to get a drink with me anyway and uh i got them digits so pretty momentous pretty yeah. bold and uh yeah i love the show uh have a good one bye this one was a little too self-congratulatory i think yeah. we can acknowledge that right out of the gate sure 
However, I do like what he's congratulating himself for. Yeah, I mean, it was, you know, well played. Good move. Um, yeah, you know, you can take down the smugness 10% if you want to. Can the I, next time you call this in. Can I suggest something? just another little tweak to this? Please. Uh, this young woman is his boss's daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have liked it if she had been the farmer's daughter. Oh, yeah. I've heard some pretty good jokes about this. <laughs> you mean those nonfiction tales you've been told? <laughs> Oh, I thought those were street jokes. Those no, are, sir. Those are news items. No, those are real stories about this woman. Oh, wow. Yeah. Huh. I just I, just I should assumed. know. I got my dick cut off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those jokes all end in somebody's dick getting cut off. Right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, but yeah, good, good for you. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. I think uh, a lot of people might have backed down when they found that out, but full speed ahead. Yeah. And congratulations on getting fired soon. Or fucking your way to the top. No, there you go. Of the field of field biology. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Nowhere to go but up. Those goddamn field biologists. I know. Everybody's everybody's on the casting couch. Yep. Counting frogs. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I guess that's a field herpetologist. Yeah, well, you know. Uh, It's in the same subsection. Herpetology is a field of biology. I think it is, too. I know that. Yeah. You know, reptiles are oviparous. Oh, yeah, a lot of people don't know that. Oh, that's interesting. If you've got a momentous occasion, either email it to us at jjgo at maximumfun.org or call us at 206-984-4FUN. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. It's Jordan Jessica. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morse, boy detective. I'm afraid to be alone, so if you are in Stockholm <laughs> or Copenhagen, everybody speaks English there, I think. I think so, too. Right. Yeah, I mean, uh, but you also know the universal language of dance. Just and, communicate that way. And the universal language of Esperanto. <laughs> there you go. By the so way. You could bring your VHS copy of... Uh, <laughs> You're going to be on a William Shatner tour. Ah, uh, shit. What's the William Shatner Esperanto movie? I don't know. If only Julian were tweeting it on his computer, which is sitting next to me, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah. What is it called? Incubus. Incubus. That sounds right to me. There you go. It's a movie in Esperanto. He memorized bring his lines fanatically. VHS copy of Incubus. Just imagine that I said that at the appropriate time and give me all the credit for it. You're going to have to bring a Sony Watchman as well <laughs> so that we can watch it. Yeah. And enjoy it. it sounds like a lot of fun. It's in Esperanto. Are you, uh, are you genuinely uh, – is the idea of a solo vacation not fun to you? I think the idea of a solo vacation where I don't have any appointments. Okay. That's – I get that. It's no. I mean, I'm looking forward to this. I'm very mm-hmm. excited about this. But that's the part that makes me trepidatious. Okay. I don't want to live with myself. Sure. Just not having the world at your disposal. Yeah. I just. I'm like. I don't. I don't. I don't know anything about Kroner. <laughs> sure. You want someone to tell you to be at a place at a time. I just want to have a couple of touch points. Sure. So that I know I won't have an existential crisis along the way. Yeah. That would. Because like, would if you got, trip. if you have a brunch date. Hmm. You're not going to fall into an existential K-hole. Sure. (laughs) Yeah. You know, circle the drain. Like, hey, save this for after brunch. Exactly. Save that. But then. Save this for after you've gotten your Benny. But then you got a a dinner appointment. Sure. Can't do it now. Can't do it now. I got to. Got to have a gravy disc. I got to check in with somebody. I'll just go to a museum for a while. Probably like a Hans Christian Andersen museum. (laughs) That sounds nice. You know what I mean? You can see the original. Erotic drawings of the Little Mermaid. You got it. <laughs> I think they're oils. Mm. Mm. Woodcuts? Uh, head cuts. They're head called cuts. Head, head cuts. cuts. 
Uh, he did do a few stipple portraits, though. Oh, okay. Which are different than head cuts. Yeah. As we've Two learned. different things. As we've learned. Don't email me about it. Yeah. Okay. We've had a great time on Jordan Jesse Go. Haven't we? Yeah. I think I think people like this kind of episode. Yeah? No, they probably don't. They probably, yeah. yeah why, why isn't a famous person? Why isn't Paul Shear on here? Yeah. Skip this one. We'll see you next week. Where's, where's Rob Cordry? Where is Rob Cordry? Too busy being on Ballers. <laughs> hey, tickets on sale for hey, our sorry show. we're not on Ballers, everybody. Wish I was on Ballers. Yeah, we're too busy balling. Yeah. Check the advanced yeah, metrics. Yeah, that's the, that's the irony of the situation. If you're right. balling, yeah. like us, yeah. you don't have time to be on Ballers. Nope. Too busy balling. We're too busy dropping corner threes. I'm balling, Jerry. You got it. Does it sound like a Seinfeld thing that might happen? Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, we, we're, uh, we got stretch athleticism because mm-hmm. of our advanced metrics. Sure. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. Our, we're, the, our, we're the Draymond Green of fucking, Jordan. Our Bluetooth-enabled cock rings will prove it. You got it. Okay. That's it. Hey, if you're out there and you work for Bluetooth-enabled cock rings, send a couple our way. Yeah, let's, let's give, we'll give them a shot. Yeah, the address is on the website. Yeah. Uh, Julian Burrell. Do you think, what if your wife said, what if you, if you honestly think if you said to the wife, listen, just for fun, mm-hmm. I'm going to put on a Bluetooth-enabled cock ring for this one. What do you think she'd say? Well, I'd have to tell her that it was. I w- I feel like I should dis- I should disclose mm-hmm. that I'm doing it on behalf of Charlie Rose. Okay, you know, because like, she's gonna be like, "Who?" And I'm gonna be like, uh, "Me? Yeah, I'm me. me? Okay, I'm putting on it. <laughs> yeah." So if I did that, I think she'd be cool with it. Great. I think she'd be fine with it. We love having sex together. That's why we're married. <laughs> sure. You know, Is that the only reason. Yeah, I mean, she's. So yeah. and so, you know One of I mean? those. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I think we'd do it. And she's a real gadget head, too. She's a real tech guru. Yeah. Classic <laughs> tech guru. Yeah. You know, she's like uh, Walter Mossberg. Sure. Is that his name? I don't know. Walter Journal. <laughs> yeah. All Things D. Don't know any of this. Yeah. Sure. Let's get back to Draymond Green of fucking. That was pretty good. Yeah. Um, Julian Burrell, uh, Sunny D. Brian Fernandez is our producer over in London, England, writing for television. Mm-hmm. Watch that television show he works on, The Royals. Yeah. It's probably uh, juicy. It's real juicy. I bet it's juicy. From what I understand, this is a very juicy program. Yeah. Live tweet it, too. People like that. I think you're going to enjoy season two. You know why? Hmm. Brian's writing on it. There you go. Yeah, maybe if he's if he's worth his salt, he'll slip in a Jordan Jesse Go reference that you can get. <laughs> Your Majesty, Chip <laughs> Dipson. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Brian, if you're listening, do that. Do it, or you're fired. You are fucking fired. <laughs> I hope he's listening. Yeah. <laughs> what if he just doesn't listen? I don't know. What if he's never heard our show before? <laughs> what if the whole time he's sitting on the other and laughing so loud on the other side of that window? Yeah. He's laughing at tapes of Fibber McGee and Molly. Oh, boy. We I'm, got from the wireless catalog. I would be really disappointed. Yeah. Okay. 206-984-4FUN. We'll see you on Reddit, MaximumFun.Reddit.com, on Facebook with the hashtag JJGo on Twitter. I'm at Jesse Thorne. Jordan is at Jordan underscore Morris. And, of course, you can always uh, watch Jordan's jokes on television on the At Midnight Television. Yeah, program. that's, that's fun. That's a great thing to do. We're, uh, we're back from break this week. I recommend it wholeheartedly. New episodes. Yeah. So uh, have fun. We'll see you next week on Jordan Jesse Go. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.